0: Hey, welcome to the raw realities of motherhood. It's me, mommy, chauffeur. This week, um, I have one daughter, and I had her at the age of twenty-seven years old.
1: Hey, hey, hey! It is the coach, and I have three boys. Um, my first one was at twenty-eight and don't ask me the ages of the other ones because it was far in
0: between
2: hey 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 it's chef Chi. and i am a mother of five daughters i am the chef this week and i became a mother at the age of 20 i think yeah it's been a while (laughs) (laughs)
0: right it's been a while
2: (laughs) yeah it's been a while so don't quote me on that but welcome to the raw realities of motherhood
0: Yay! yay so the reason that we decided to do this podcast is just because we're mothers and we get on the phone and we call each other and we share our kids stories and we share gripes and we share things that go on that we may have not Thought someone else might have experienced. So with this, it brings us closer. It brings us together. We develop a bond, but we also know other mothers that are either going through the struggle or mm-hmm. just having moments where they just need a second. And sometimes they call on you and you have to just tell them, sis, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Please believe that you do not feel You're not alone, so don't feel alone. So that was the basis of how we came up with just starting this podcast. Um, So it's three of us. We love each other to death. We're like sisters. Um, We all share a lot in common. Um, We're all on this journey together. We're all learning together. And we're all trying to bring community for us, our families, and for other people who want to, you know, just be better. Just be better in this life um, because there's so many obstacles that we're going to come across. There's obstacles day in, day out, no matter how old you are, no matter how old your children get. So we just felt it was necessary for us to have a place where or a platform where we could just come and talk our talk. And if you guys want to just listen to us talk our talk and have some uh, feedback or, you know, agree then, you know, we'll give you a space to let us know that at a point, too.
2: Love it, yes. Um, For me, it's the idea of us all experiencing this life as mothers and the rawness of this life and being able to acknowledge that we all deal with the same issues. We all can relate to... Um, The same experiences of being a mother, Um, no matter how good it is, no matter how raw it is, no matter how ugly it is, no matter how sad it is, like we all have these things in common that we're dealing with. So I'm grateful for this space um, for us to hold dialogue as mothers and to connect with other mothers and to let other mothers know that they're not alone in their daily struggles in their, um, in those moments where it just looks so bleak and so hopeless because we all have those days. Um, and yeah, I'm just grateful for, to be able to have this dialogue in this space with my sisters. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <clears throat> hey, 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 again, it's me, the coach. Um, we ditto to everything that my two sisters said. Um, we're just grateful to have a, a platform to be able to share our experiences, Um, And just let other mothers know that it's okay to say, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. And it's okay. It's okay. And for, you know, not get shunned, Mm -hmm. rocks thrown at us, or you're a bad mom. No, I'm not a bad mom. But I need a place where it's okay to be like, fuck them kids today. Mm -hmm. Fuck them kids tomorrow. Mm -hmm.
2: It's about me. And fuck them kids yesterday. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, no. I, that is so, sis, that is so necessary. I used to be one of those people who were like, no, don't fuck the kids. Right. No, 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 no. Don't say that. No. They're, and until I literally had just over given and literally burnt myself out. And it was just like, wow. It's not me. It's the kids. It's because I'm just so wrapped up into mm-hmm. these children, and it's not mm-hmm. until I release them and start taking care of myself, I need self care, um, that I start realizing like, yeah, I'm investing way too much. I'm going over than what I'm already investing in doing, doing the most.
0: So disclaimer for all the parents that just right now want to turn off the podcast and be like, no, how can they say that? That's wrong. This, this, this is rude. It's we're not saying for you to put your children out on the sidewalk. We're not saying to stop no. feeding them. No, we're not saying neglect them, no. abuse them. No, what we're saying is take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Take a moment for you. Breathe. Take a bath. Read a book. Go to the spa. Yes, those children are going to be there. They're yours. You, We understand that you love them unconditionally because we love ours unconditionally. They run our lives, and that's the point. They run our lives, mm-hmm. and we need a moment and time to say, Fuck them kids. Yeah. I want to eat my salad in peace today. I want to read this book in peace today. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get up when you say you're hungry. Right. You have two arms and two legs. You can get up and go in the kitchen and fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. This is not, I'm starving you. You're going to call the people on me. Listen, mm-hmm. I care and I love you, but I also have to care and love right. myself. Because if I don't, then I can't take care of you. So that's the disclaimer on this. It's not we being crazy or, oh, all these moms. No. So let me just give y'all the disclaimer. Not that we really need one because we're all adults here and you're going to do what you want with your kids, but this is what we're just letting you know. It's okay to take a moment to step back and do you. Right. Close your door and say, fuck them kids. Mm -hmm. Let
1: them fight. Let them tear it up for a minute because you know what? They're going to be all right. You need a piece of mind. Mm-hmm. I need to go in here and have a piece of candy without them. Damn kids. hearing me open the wrapper <laughs> and say,
2: what you got? Can I get a piece?
1: I know you got something.
2: No. And, and then the mommy you just gives them like, Oh, okay. Exactly. They this. give you the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is perfect balance. I'm grateful that I can now say, fuck them kids. One day you will be too. Um, It's the balance for me. It's the boundaries, the setting boundaries, (laughs) the healthy boundaries. Because one time I found myself doing everything and some of everything and taking orders from people as little as six weeks old, you know? (laughs) Um, Right. So, you know, not that I mind taking orders from a six-week-old, but, you know, then when the orders start coming from a three-year-old and a five-year-old and, you know, now you're just being bossed around and, you know, you don't have a life of your own, you start realizing that, hey, I need some boundaries. And the healthy boundaries look like when I'm eating, Please do not disturb me, because I don't disturb you when you're eating, you know. But you can ask Baba; he can help you. Healthy boundaries. Right. There we go. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, how do you, um, how do you take breaks, chauffeur? Oh, Was reading you... is
0: my love. So mm-hmm. when I need to tune out from the world, I will pick up any kind of book, something mm-hmm. that's really interesting to me, and just crawl up in my bed and close my door. And I will get my book on and she knows it. She even bought me socks that say, Uh, I am reading right now. Please do not disturb me. <laughs> right. Right. Cause you know that is my time to just get away, relax, like allow myself to go into a healthy space. And that's that's how I do it. That's that's all me. Reading. That's my escape.
2: Reading. What is your outlet, your break? Well,
1: At this moment, honestly, I don't have one. Just chilling in my room is my outlet and um, diving into uh, making my T-shirts, getting back into that crafty. What I used to do was smoke. Mm -hmm. But I need to take a break from that. Disclaimer, I'm an adult. (laughs) If I want to smoke, I'm going to. There's nothing wrong with it. Not at all. So... That's what I used to do, and I enjoyed it. But I had to take a break, as we do with all things. You have to take a break, take a moment, step back from it. And so now I just, you know,
2: making my Mm -hmm. T-shirts. That sounds really, really good. I'm almost with you with, I don't know what I do anymore. Because, you know, when you invest so much time into children and into family, and when you finally actually do sit down and you're like, okay, what what am I? You know, it almost feels like when someone asked me a few years ago, what do you do for fun? And I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm learning how to when I take a break. So a lot of times when I take a break, I just sit down and take deep breaths. And I listen to my breaths and I count my breaths and I remind myself, I, I like to do affirmations too. Um but my outlet was smoking as well and so just bringing some balance into my life I try to make sure that I'm not doing that as often as I used to and I'm saving that for the end of my day when I'm like down and out but yeah it's important that mothers normalize breaks in whatever way that looks like and you cannot tell a mom what's Wrong for her, you know what I'm saying? Like, what may work for you may not work for me, um, but just normalizing those breaks and normalizing minding of business too, because <laughs> what you never know, we never know what a mother needs. You know what I'm saying? So, a uh, smoke break to a mother like me who's with her children 24 seven three sixty five, you know, can't be judged by a mother who may need a break in the club. Right. My right. break, your break, right, you know, is different. It's all oh, absolutely different. Definitely. You know. So. Just learning to respect, um, respect that and respect, teaching others to respect our space and value our time when we are on break. Mm -hmm.
1: Right, right. That's That's self-care, mental health, mental health, yes. Yeah, yeah, instead of jumping up Mm -hmm. like I used to do when they're knocking on the door, Mm -hmm. when I'm trying to take my break, it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. how do you know? You didn't, you didn't mess with me. Mm -hmm. For the whole five, eight hours of the day, mm-hmm. now that I'm taking a break, you want to come knock on the door? What you doing? Mm-hmm. Can I? Mm-hmm. I need. Mm-hmm. What you doing?
2: Minding my business.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I decided I think I'm going to try that with my children Um, because I get this very same thing, literally, it's, and I take my breaks always after, so my, I wake up take care of you all, you know, take care of the children, feed them, feed them twice sometimes, still have not fed myself, (laughs) and then when I finally sit down, like, okay, let me get this together of what I'm getting ready to do next, what I'm going to eat, here it comes, can I have a snack, can I have, and so, of course, the mom in you is just like, oh my gosh, yes, the baby needs a snack, but no, common sense now just tells me, like, oh no, sweetheart, you ate already. I'm taking care of myself. And so I make them aware of these things. Hey, guess taking
0: care of herself. She's on break. Yeah, and you're good. Yeah, the, but the, you know, a break is because we get lost in them. Because mm-hmm. we get overly consumed by them. Mm-hmm. And there's, and I mean, I get it in the beginning... Especially when it's your first kid. You're like, oh my God, everything's going to be perfect. And oh, they need this. No, they need that. And I think you're over needing what they need. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they don't need shit. No. But you think they need something. So there are these yeah. parents that wake these babies up. When well, these girls tell me, so I woke the baby up I'm like, to feed what? them? And I'm so confused by that. You woke the baby to feed it. What do you mean? The baby's a baby. Mm-hmm. It has innate sense. Mm-hmm. God gave it sense mm-hmm. already. It knows it needs to nurse or feed. It's going to wake up when it's time. Not nah, you woke the baby. What kind of question yeah. is that? I'm sorry for all you mothers that do, but I'm going to let you know leave that baby the hell alone. The baby is going to do what the baby does. So I think so at times, especially being that first mother, you overly do things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, how many times can you wash and sterilize them bottles? But you did. Mm-hmm. You wash and sterilize them three times. You wash the clothes by hand. I know I was like a nutcase mm-hmm. because everything had to be great for this baby. That baby doesn't know anything. That baby just mm-hmm. knows love. It smells this mother and it just wants to be held and up under its mother. You're the one that's walking around here acting like a yeah, nutcase, yes. cleaning all these things. Oh, I gotta clean the floor. That was me. I gotta clean the floor. I gotta clean the kitchen. I gotta clean the living room. The baby don't even go in there. Oh like, God. I mean, I'm not saying it should be dirty, but. Right, right. The baby's not gonna touch none. The baby's sitting in your lap. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. what's the baby gonna touch? Oh, no, no. The house has to be sterile. The house has to be sterile. Sterile for who? Mm-hmm. It's not a hospital. You're not doing surgery, boo. Yeah. <laughs> it's your baby. Like, your baby has to get adjusted. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think we overly do so. The break is necessary mm-hmm. because we spend so much time um, putting all of our efforts into this, the, the babies, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the day, we shot, we tired, we don't know what the hell to do with ourselves mm-hmm. when we knock down, drag out, tired, fall asleep in our clothes, not eating, missing showers. Mm-hmm. Why? That's not the things that the baby required. Mm-hmm. It's what you mm-hmm. put yourself mm-hmm. mentally. Oh, wow. That just hit home. Crazy. Like, even
1: think about that. This
0: baby don't need all that. But you you act like the baby knows what kind of outfit you got on. You done Mm -hmm. got on. got shower. got just put put on pretty, made your hair nice. Said, "What you to go wear to sit on the couch with the baby?"
2: But you know, it just reminded me hearing you say this, and it's so true. It just reminded me of why we do these things, though, because we once had a village, and we had a village of women. A village of community that helped us with these things and so now we've gone into survival mode of True. I have to do I have to do and now we're adding things to that list we're creating these standards these mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying standards that's too high for us mm-hmm. you know um, we're creating unrealistic ideas of what it mm-hmm. is or what it needs to take to be a mom and it's like we're overlooking ourselves in it right we're lost yeah we're lost like you said and the whole focus is mm-hmm. The baby, the baby, the baby, the children, the children, the children, and we're beating ourselves up like we're these horrible parents when we do things, if we forget something, if we late, anything, it's like it becomes, and it's like these are just reflections of what we need. We're looking at for ourselves, of things that we want, but not necessarily what the children need. Gotcha.
1: And that, that's a that's a good point because we do do that to ourselves because look how the kids will walk past the significant other, the father, and come straight to you. And I'm like, you passed your father. How did you pass him to ask me this question when you could have got it answered five minutes ago? Six. But because I overextend, like mm-hmm. you said, they automatically yeah. let me go to mommy. Mm-hmm. Let me not even so much like because daddy's going to say no, but just because
2: I do everything. And they know that. And they're used to it. Yes. It's a standard that comes with the men because I even watch how my children have a certain level of respect. Even to tell me one time I said, go ask Baba. They said, Baba is asleep. Oh, shoot. Or one time somebody told me, <laughs> Baba is busy. <laughs> it's like, oh, Okay. And I'm not. I'm not. No, see, right. That's that's literally, they don't see it. They look at it like, no, that's your job.
1: Right. Because I work from home and you walk past your father mm-hmm. to come upstairs to ask me something and I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. I'm, I'm there with, trying to whisper like, I'm working. How the hell did you walk past the man? How? Cause the oh, man okay, okay. 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 Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
2: I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that, that's literally it, though. we, um, How they see us, it's literally the patterns that we set for them as a baby. And mm-hmm. I started to become a lot more conscious of that, um, even with how I respond to my baby, to my children. And it's like, oh, I'm creating these patterns, yes. these unhealthy patterns. <laughs> and then I'm getting exhausted and worn out. And, you know, so now to let me stop doing that, that's why we have uh, F-T-K. FTK. FTK. Okay, so
1: why did you become a mom? Oh, you're asking me like
2: I planned this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. True. Okay, so I'll just give you the fake answer. I became a mom because I see my mom have 10 beautiful children. And no, I'm lying. Um, I don't know. It's the same reason why everybody became a mom. We didn't ask for this. True. No, 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 but we did. Okay. Yeah, I guess we did. But I became a mom because I had to. I felt
0: trapped.
1: He trapped me. Ah! That's the answer I'm using, too.
0: Oh, that's what y'all using and y'all sticking to it. sticking to it. Sounds interesting. Well, honestly, my story was a little different. I swore there was no kids coming from here. So when I had this child at 27 years old, um, I had went through a moment probably a, a year prior Um, and when I found out I was pregnant, I I wasn't, I was, I gotta be honest. I wasn't jumping for joy. I wasn't, I didn't want no baby. Mm -mm. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking nothing about it. I had spent 27 years being all about me Mm -hmm. and now to think, Oh my God, I gotta share me. Me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like nice things. I like to do shit with myself. Like I'm interested in me. I'm not mm-hmm. interested in nobody. Baby babies. She
1: only and she only shared with her and her nephews, and that was it.
0: Right. Babies is for other people. That's not me. I like that. I babies is for other, other people. Other people. I gotta go. I got shit to do. Um and I mean everybody was excited. My sister was excited. Like people were excited. I didn't I didn't find excitement for a while.
1: Mm-mm, for a long time.
0: Yeah. Even when she came home, she cried, I cried. Cause I really wasn't sure if this was for me. And I should, I mean, listen, 15 years later, you can't ask me, do I love the girl? I'm in love. I'm absolutely in love. That is my love. That's the love of my life. I couldn't see my life without her now. But why did I become a mother? There's no rhyme or reason. This is what God so said. Mm-hmm. It was what was supposed to be destined. Mm-hmm. It was what was my plan. And I even had plans to like backtrack from him. I thought I could run. Like, I was on my way to the clinic, but mm-hmm. No, no. Clinic wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. I was on my way to doing a bunch of stuff that just did not include me and the kids. <laughs> and every time, I got blocked. Okay, blocked, blocked. <laughs> no, yeah, your time's up, sweetheart. It's, it's what we're saying is going to mm-hmm. happen. So I have to be thankful to the Most High for the situation. Mm-hmm. It's made me better. It's made me stronger. It's given me those trials and tribulations that has made me grow. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't know where I would be without her.
2: You know, that's so funny because I feel like most mothers can relate and say every, like, when I, I'm not going to lie, I was not, not excited to have any of my children. Um, Again, because we all have (laughs) these plans. We all have this idea. You know, it's cute when you're young and you're like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom. I want twins. No, you don't want twins. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? And. So then when that reality hits and you actually become pregnant, I remember the very first time I became pregnant and I was not ready, did not want to hear those words. And every single time after that, it was very similar. There was crying involved. Oh, there was, <laughs> there was, it was just, it was not. And I didn't even, it's funny, even then I had a hard time admit admitting this. It wasn't until my fifth child that I cried and boohoo cried over and literally wish that I could get rid of the baby, that I realized that I had some emotional trauma there where it was just like, wow, like I'm struggling with something because I never wanted to be a mom and I never wanted to, I had to reconcile that, Mm
0: -hmm. just me
2: not wanting to be a mom just to prepare myself mentally and emotionally to even be able to carry the baby. Hmm. Um, And so that's something, again, I don't feel like women are allowed to express the real. no, And one of the biggest things I remember when I was pregnant with my last child, because, um, I mean, it was so deep. Like, I never had these thoughts before. But I had these thoughts then. I wanted to do it. An er- and it was funny. I was literally getting ready to do a herbal cleanse anyway. But again, the way um, things are set up, it would not even allow me, allow any of it to take place or any of it to happen. Um, and, yeah, it let me know that these babies come with purpose and reason mm-hmm. to our lives and it's not always up to us to decide oh right. it's not time right. right now right you know because it's like what opportunities are we missing what lessons mm-hmm. are we missing to grow in this life you know so I'm grateful I'm completely grateful for my children but I'm also grateful for the experience, experience. Right? Nice. you know to be able to feel what a lot of women experience and feel and they don't have the space to even say these say things that. because You know, someone's going to shame them or shun them. And I remember um, one of my neighbors um, had asked me when I found that I was pregnant with my fifth child. And she said to me something I would never heard before. She said, how are you feeling emotionally and mentally? Mm. And I like broke down and cried and I was like, not good. But to me, that was the most the most like comforting question that someone Mm -hmm. asked me you know because when people hear you're pregnant it's always congratulations yay Mm -hmm. and you know people are more excited for you (laughs) than you are it's like wait wait
1: why are you so excited why are you
2: so excited you know because I have to process this sentence that I'm about to serve y'all ain't hear me I'm pregnant I'm pregnant and I'm about to be on a sentence for those of us who breastfed on demand and you you already know Mm. what it's like You know, and so the, the raw realities that come with motherhood, no one can ever prepare us for these things. Uh-huh. And so I hope that with us sharing the things that we share, um, that it's we're able to come, to stand together as women, to stand together as mothers, and be more compassionate towards one another. be Be less judgmental and more helpful and more... Uh-huh. Um, kind towards one another. When you see a mother, smile at her, even if she don't smile back. Smile at her. Mm-hmm. If you have something negative to say, help her out instead. Don't don't shame yeah. mothers. Mothers should never be shamed. Right. You know, put some respect on it. Mm. God is nice. Mm.
1: Well, I'll try to be quick and brief. Um, but my my story is almost. Uh, A little similar to my sister's, um, slightly different. I was not trying to have a child and bring it into this horrible world. I didn't want to be a single mom. I didn't want to be like my friends and be a young mom or somebody's baby mother. It's really what I didn't want to be. But my mom passed and all I did was smoke and be in a cloud and got with it my son's father. And when I found out I was pregnant, I was not good. I know to some people it may have looked like it, but I wasn't. Um, I told him I was gonna go to the clinic and he shamed me and told me he was going to tell, um, if I did that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, if you keep it, I won't tell him that you were going to take him to the clinic. And I'm just like...
0: <laughs> I did you a favor. What? Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, yo. Okay. Okay, dude. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, that's a different story oh, on a different day. That's a different hat that I'm wearing. But um, like you said, most high... You know, that was my, my, my Messiah. And, and he brought me, you know, made me stronger, make me grow up. Um, my heart, I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm glad that I didn't go to the clinic because that was, that's my ride or die, my strength right there. It has definitely changed me, the raw realities. Um, yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Respect on it again. Put some respect on your mama name. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we go through, what we experience, and just hearing my sisters speak on their stories, it's um, it's very touching, and it reminds me again of compassion, compassion towards others. Um, for us as women, because we. We have to have more compassion on ourselves so that we can have more compassion on others. And so that men can become more compassionate for us as well. Not right. that we're expecting it, but so that we teach them. We teach our sons to be compassionate. Um, yeah.
0: Not only compassion, but empathy. Empathy, yeah. empathy. When you see When you see that sister in the train and she's carrying this stroller up and down them steps, ask her if she needs a hand because you've right. been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never felt a way about asking another sister if she need help. Mm-hmm. Why? Cause yeah, we've all been there. Stroller oversized, knowing you got a baby bag on your back, stroller mm-hmm. the kid, the kid weighing uh, all this weight because you f- get a chunky monkey kid that you just are uh, feeding all good and stuff, and now
1: and you ain't eating, by the way. Uh,
0: right, you <laughs> you the weak link carrying
1: all of this and trust me but you muster up that strength mm -hmm. to carry that damn stroller up the steps because i know i did Mm -hmm. like you said that oversized damn stroller Mm -hmm. thinking i'm cute with the stroller and the car seat attached no that's a whole heavy mess but i did it
2: Mm Did it crazy things you do for love, yeah, right, yeah, and they think that oh, we super, we super women out here,
0: you got it. So, so if y'all didn't get the gesture of why I'm a chauffeur, she's a coach, and she's a chef because of the hats that we wear, we Mm -hmm. wear many a hats in a matter of 24 hours, Mm -hmm. and there's 365 days of the year, so imagine how many hats we put on and take off every day, every Mm day, every day, we are the atms we are the chauffeurs we Mm -hmm. are the coaches we are the mom Mm -hmm. we are i mean we can go on and on on. so every week you might get a different character as Mm -hmm. it seems but we're still the same we're mothers we're mothers the raw realities Realities. love it i think we did a great job and there are Plenty of girls and mothers and women all over that need to hear this because yes. I get phone calls all the time and all I do is try to give a good ear and let them know I'm here for you, sis. Anything you need, you need help. I'm with you because mm-hmm. I understand this journey is a journey. Sure, it is.
2: It's is. a journey. A journey. Until next time, signing off. Raw realities.
0: Raw
1: realities.
0: Oh. Sdk man. <laughs> AJ. <laughs>
1: Peace.